0: For the first time, um, the number of internship slots were more than the number of applications to the, you know, of people who are available for the internships across the country. So it's it's very competitive now for internships compared to when it used to be competitive for interns. (laughs)
1: You ever have so many questions and no one to ask so they're just wasting away on google searches you'll forget about in an hour or so we had that same problem and that's why we created the rd to be podcast a resource for dietetic and nutrition students looking for answers that their peers don't have
0: we have students macy and emily and registered dietitian carl barnes we
1: engage in conversations and learn from rds join us weekly as we gain insight into the unique journeys of registered dietitians all over the country Welcome back to another week of the RD2B podcast. I'm your registered dietitian host, Carl Barnes. This is our weekly podcast where we sit down with a different uh, awesome registered dietitian each week to showcase the diversity of opportunity in the profession and really dismantle the notion that there is a traditional career path. Um, We're really excited to be showcasing a dietetic internship this week. We're sitting down with Erica Charles. She's the national director for, for the Sodexo Dietetic Internship really interested to learn more about your pathway, as well as about the internship. So thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. And I'm Jenna, your RD2B. So Erica, could you first um, tell us how you got your position as the national director of the Sodexo Dietetic Internship?
0: Certainly. So when this position became available, I was informed that they were looking for a candidate who had experience managing finances, leading teams, and the ability to develop and implement a strategic vision. In my previous roles with Sodexo as a clinical nutrition manager, general manager, um, patient services manager, I had managed profit and loss accounts, managed both frontline and professional employees, and implemented and led a variety of major initiatives in both food service and clinical areas. I also had experience with internships, presented to intern classes, and sat on two DI advisory boards. So because of those experiences, I felt that I was prepared for the role when it became available, applied, and um, was successful in in, um, in my interview process, and in the interview process.
1: Awesome. And so
0: with like the Sodexo
1: Dietetic Internship, you have a lot of like regional directors and um, you definitely kind of cover a lot of for getting different interns applying to your program and so do you by any chance know how many students apply to the sodexo dietetic internship and how many students are accepted that do apply
0: okay so um i joined the internship in 2018 and decided to check our records to look at the history of the number of applicants we have received over the years and the number of people who have accepted, who are accepted to the internship. Note, we participate in both the spring and the fall matches. So um, we had a high of 900 applicants in the 2017 to 2018 internship year. At that time, we had limited clinical sites, so we accepted 107. Um, so that was a 12% acceptance. Since then, the number of applicants to our internships, like other internships across the country, continued to decrease. And in the 2021 to 2022 class, we had 469. Applicants, and we accepted 122. So that's 26%. So we have doubled our acceptance rate, despite the fact that the number of applications are um, decreasing. And I wanted to also indicate that we were only able to do that because we have been marketing to also DEXO clinical sites, encouraging them to precept more interns.
1: Awesome. And so you did mention how um, the applications kind of had a very sharp decline over the years. Would you say the biggest cause was the pandemic?
0: No, I think some of it is the additional options that are now available. Um, since 2017, when there was that high of 12, um, almost 900 applications, several More internships have been accredited by ASCEND and the graduate program has, uh, was introduced. So I think it's the, yeah, the number of options. And I don't know if any of the, your previous guests have shared with you. I believe last year, the previous year for the first time, um, the number of internship slots were more than a number of applications to the, it, it, you know, of people who are ma- available for the internships across cr- the country. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's very competitive now for internships compared to when it used to be competitive for interns. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's crazy to kind of flip the switch that way, because I feel like so many like people applying to internships, they're like, oh, how am I going to squeeze into a slot? But now you have internships that are like, we have more than just one spot you could squeeze into. Like, it's crazy how it's flipped so much so that there's more slots rather than actual interns. And so um, definitely with like our podcast and everything, we always want to spread the word of just different internships and different options, because I think definitely emphasizing the fact and idea that there are more slots than there are applicants, I think that can help really reassure a lot of students applying just about the vast opportunities and things out there. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yes. And um, with Sedexo being divided into like, like what I mentioned, different geographic regions, and you have different like regional directors kind of taking care of a certain sum of interns, would you describe your program as a distance- Um, internship and on-site internship, or a little bit of both, given how large you guys are?
0: Well, actually, we have evolved over the years. Um, At one point, Sodexo had both distance and on-site internships, or campus-based, we referred to them. Um, In 2019, we went to um, 100% distance. We meet the ascent definition, for a distance program, but it does, our internship has features that align with an on-site program because there are directors and associate directors assigned to each region, so the intern is not left completely um, alone um, to navigate the internship. And we also provide the preceptors for the major rotations. So, you know, I know most distance internships, the intern has to find their preceptors. We find the preceptors for both clinical and food service rotations, um, which is almost, you know, over half of the internship and um, we will not accept an intern if we have not identified a clinical site for that intern.
1: And so it's great how you guys have that happy medium of you guide the interns to having those clinical and um, food service sites but then they also kind of get that freedom and flexibility from a distance internship and so for the aspect of your internship where the interns have to pick that community rotation. Do you have any advice or general rules of thumb that you give those interns for finding their sites that they have to find?
0: Well, generally um, during orientation, we review the guidelines for finding sites and we encourage them to find, to maximize their time in their community rotations, because this is probably the last opportunity to really explore all of the options available for dietitians in a community setting. Um, so generally, what we ask them to to do is to find an area that's of interest to them, and then um, reach out to that organization to ask if they can provide them um, the opportunity to complete their community rotation there. So we have had interns who have decided that they wanted to spend more time in a food bank, others who have decided that they wanted to work um, in a wellness center or with the Y or with um, some community sustainability initiative. So generally the advice is the preceptor must be qualified and it must meet one of, it must be an area that they're interested in. They do have specific projects and assignments that they must complete during that rotation. So they also have to ensure that they're able to perform those during the rotation.
1: For sure, and during the timeline of their internship, when are they um, securing those community sites? Is it after they're accepted or do they need to have it before
0: they're accepted? After they're accepted. We usually encourage them to do that after orientation, after we've provided them with the general guidelines. Um, In addition to that, uh, most of all directors have compiled over the years a database of sites that may be willing to host interns. And we would share that with, the, with some interns if they do ask for it.
1: Oh, and that's a great resource to have, especially if you have an intern that has no clue where to start. That database is probably a really great place to yes, kind yes. of propel off and kind of explore different options and with the students when you, you, you know they get accepted they go to orientation and they kind of get acclimated and are prepared for the internship do you see a common theme with how students are handling finances during the internship like do you see a majority of them work really hard just save up a lot of money or take out a loan or do you see them kind of working during the internship or just a sprinkle of everything
0: I think it's a sprinkling of everything. I always, you know, chuckle or say to myself that those who are accepted during the spring match they have the advantage of working for almost five months <laughs> to save up because they are accepted in April and our internship does not begin until the latter part of this, of September. So they take that five months to really work um, to save money for the internship. There are those who work during the internship, we encourage them to be reasonable and to consider the challenges of the internship. But uh, there are interns who work almost every weekend. Um, And in some cases, we will support them in finding podium jobs at the clinical sites where they work. Those who are in the graduate program, usually um, apply for loans and then we ask, we will defer requesting the tuition until that loan is dispersed. Um, In addition to that, our internship um, during the pandemic introduced payment plans. So interns um, can pay their tuition throughout the internship. The requirement is that they must complete their payments before they would receive the verification statement. And several of our interns have taken advantage of that. That allows them to you know, be able to work and pay off their internship during the, um, during the internship.
1: Yeah, and that's great that you offer a lot of options for the interns, just kind of picking and choosing what works best for them. And another really unique thing about your internship as well is that a lot of internships kind of have one or two different concentrations that they can choose from. Your internship offers 10 different concentrations. And so um, how do you exactly incorporate a specific concentration into a student's curriculum?
0: Okay, so um, we, we have the advantage because we are, uh, we are sponsored by a large management company that we can provide the variety of experiences for these 10 concentrations. Our internship curriculum is made up of several rotations. There are five clinical, three management, long-term care, community, and the concentration, which is a five-week rotation. So the interns, their rotation sequence are scheduled based on the availability of sites and the individualized concentration rotation is built into the schedule. So let's say there are two interns in one specific area One of them may begin their internship in clinical, and then that is followed by their concentration. It could be critical care, or it could be pediatrics, that five weeks. Another intern may begin in food service, and then go on to community and then complete another concentration. So the only commonality is that it's five weeks, it's individualized, and it's based on the availability, but each intern must complete those five weeks in their concentration. It could be in any of those 10 concentrations.
1: I gotcha, and with what you mentioned with um, Interns going to certain sites depending on their open availability. Do you have a common timeline for how long um, your internship typically takes? And we're going to discuss the graduate program option as well, but kind of just a side by side, how long it typically takes for interns to complete just the internship portion or just the uh, graduate combined portion?
0: So the internship usually takes around eight to nine months or longer. We have had some interns finish in six or seven months because they may have worked as a food service manager prior to getting into the internship and they would be uh, receive, the, their, their management hours were waived. Um, with the MS, Dietetic internship option, the interns can complete their internship, take the registration exam, and continue with their masters. So there are some interns who have who are in the master's program. They have completed their internship maybe in April, but they're still working on their master's and I believe the master's program is scheduled to end um, this month. With the graduate degree program that just came online, it will be different. The supervised experiential learning is integrated into the didactic program and both of them would end in 12 months which will end in august of 2023
1: oh wow and so does that mean the um the students who are going to be coming into this fall um not this fall because it is fall but the next um time that they start the rotation that means that would they be able to sit for the rd exam and have their master's degree in like twelve months, yes, like so, awesome, sweet. And is this starting um this is your first iteration starting this fall?
0: Yes, actually, we just had, I believe, seventeen students who began with the graduate program in September, and the goal is that they will be finished in August, and then they will. once they have received their diploma for them from the University of Rhode Island, they will be they will qualify to take the registration exam. Awesome. So wish and, us luck. Oh, yes,
1: for sure. you will get all the good vibes from RD to B. And <laughs> okay. um, with the prerequisites for your internship, does anything change for the graduate in the combined master's versus just the internship portion?
0: So the internship, of course, to be consistent with the CDR guidelines, um, beginning with the spring 2023 match, the applicants must have a graduate degree. With the graduate program, so um, I should also state they must have a graduate degree and a DPD verification statement, and that's for the internship. With the graduate program, they can either have a DPD verification or meet um, certain prerequisite courses and you or I on the website, there is a list of the courses that are required to get into the graduate program if they do not have the DPD verification statement. Thanks.
1: And so that's really great information to know for listeners who are um, looking at internships to apply to in the um, spring match, like definitely having that in mind and um, looking at certain options and looking at your um, partnership with the University of Rhode Island. And so it definitely sounds like the Sodexo Dietetic Internship, you guys are doing a bunch of great things and you guys are able to reach a bunch of interns across the country. And so for you being the national director, Is there anything specific that you're most proud of regarding the Sodexo Dietetic Internship?
0: You know, I think I'm most proud of the dedication of the internship um, faculty. Um, They go above and beyond to ensure that the assigned interns graduate. We have had probably almost a 99% completion rate, In some cases, team members will work with interns in remedial assignments or projects, arrange for interns to work with other preceptors, sometimes work with the interns to relocate to a different part of the country to find a site that meets their specific learning needs, I can think of one situation, an intern actually moved to another state, and you know, now she is actually she working as a registered dietitian for Sodexo, um, but a lot of the credit goes to her internship advisor who did not give up on her, and, uh, and that's one of the things I'm most proud of um, regarding our internship. I'm also excited about our DE&I commitments um, that resulted in our team receiving an IDEA award from the Academy, and also a Team Spirit award from Sodexa.
1: Oh, That's great, and especially hearing the um, commitment that the advisors and the preceptors have for the students, that like makes perfect sense. And in regards to um, the things that you're most proud of, one thing that we were mentioning and like kind of what's just starting is the combined master's program. But are there any goals or any future plans that you have with um, the internship that you want to implement um, in the future? Or are you just uh, focusing on the new graduate combined program?
0: Well, at this time, you know, we are really focused now on implementing the graduate program and refining the processes. Um, for this class that's just begun, we have three groups uh, of interns students. We have those who are only in the internship program Then there are those who are in the URI program, but it's a master's DI program. We call it the individualized track. And then we also have those who are in the graduate program, the integrated track based on a sense future education model. Next year, we're going to go to two offers instead of the three that we have this year. So, our more immediate goals is to really refine that process and ensure that we continue to attract a wide variety of interns and students to our program. We also want to continue our DEI journey and to attract more interns and students from diverse backgrounds.
1: And I definitely think given the current model that you guys have and how many different geographic locations and the um, measures that your preceptors go to, I think you guys are definitely on a really great track for keeping that diversity, kind of just spreading it out even more. And one final question, and this is kind of just for RD2Bs listening, if they're looking for different internships to apply for, or they're just really stressed about the whole process. Do you have any advice or information that you think every dietetic student should know before applying to an internship?
0: Well, I think I like to begin by saying, this is an exciting time to be considering a career in dietetics, you know, dietetics is a very rewarding career that provides a wide array of opportunities for those who are interested in dietetics and nutrition. But completing an internship is challenging and an intern must be prepared to be flexible. So I would advise interns, uh, those who are interested in applying to an internship, be strategic, investigate the internship, don't only look look at the cost of the internship, talk to individuals who've graduated from the internship, get feedback regarding their experience. If possible, obtain food service and clinical experience, preferable in a hospital setting. There are some individuals who have applied to internships and on the, during their first week in clinical, in a hostel setting, they suddenly realized that that's not for them. Um, so getting exposure to a healthcare setting prior to applying to an internship, I think is critical. Be prepared to manage up. You'll be working in, uh, in settings where individuals are managing multiple tasks. And at times, they may appear as though they're not being supportive, but it's just that they're they are stressed. So as an intern, it's important to manage up, but be also be humble and flexible. And lastly, remember that you have transferable skills and do not be afraid to display them during the internship when you do get accepted.
1: Wow. That is like every, that checked off any possible list of advice, whether it was technical in general or just in life. And so thank you so much, uh, Erica, for joining us and sharing the Sodexo Dietetic Internship with the listeners. So many great things, super excited for the future of your internship. And thank you so much for spending time just speaking with us about it.
0: I thank you and I thank you for the opportunity to share with RDs to be about our the individualized experience that the Sedexo Diet Internship offers.